This podcast is brought to you by BeatStars, the number one marketplace to buy and sell beats. In this episode, our host Tia Gordon speaks with music producer Wonderboy about tips and tricks for selling more beats on BeatStars. To our ProPage users, don't forget to check out our opportunities and challenges on BeatStars World for a chance to work with some of the industry's best creators. If you're not a ProPage member, but would like to try it out, Use the code PODCAST for a 30-day free trial. And of course, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. (laughs) How's everyone doing today? Welcome back to The Deal. Uh, I'm your host, Hugh Gordon. I'm the playlist manager here at BeatStars. You know the script. I'm just going to read through it, you know. Um, if you're just joining us, welcome. If uh, if you're back, welcome back. This show is about highlighting the community that have signed uh, to BeatStars. And, you know, if you don't know, we have our, our publishing arm now through Sony ATV, who are the number one global music publisher in the world. For more information, you can check out BeatStars.com slash publishing if you're interested in interested in us representing you there's an application you can also fill out we have an instagram account you need to be following that at BeatStars publishing you can get better acquainted with our roster and get some free game on what publishing is some tips you get to learn about how our our um, clients break down their day all of that so that's one thing. And then before we jump into anything else, you guys should know the BeatStars Awards. The voting is up and ready. The nominees for all categories have been announced. And voting is now open until December 25th at 11.59 PST. You can show support for some of your favorite and best BeatStars finalists by casting your vote on www.beatstarsawards.com. And don't forget to save the date for our live awards show on January 10th. That's going to be a lot of fun. This is the first time we're doing it. I know some of y'all in the chat are nominated, and I'm really proud of you guys for being as active as you've been, especially throughout this year. So please make sure that you're showing some support to uh, your community members and get voting. It's very important. It's very special also duet beats you can submit your hottest beats for a chance to be featured on our official duet beats account the number one place to find viral sounds for tiktok get your own post and be added to the official duet beats playlist it's a reminder the beats must be free for download okay that's the only catch it's got to be free for download so you can find this and all other opportunities at www.beatstars.com slash opportunities where you can also Find your playlisting opportunities. Um, but now, without further ado, we're going to bring in our special guest for today. It's it's only going to be two of us, so it's going to be a free flowing conversation. Wonder Boy B, what's Welcome. going on? Glad Hello. To How are you doing today, kind sir? I'm doing really well. How about you? Not bad. You know, it's a Tuesday. The sun is out. I can't really complain. Um, but we're so lucky to have you on our team. Um, if you guys, you guys wouldn't know this, but Wonder Boy uh, jumped in last minute for us today, so it's it's super special. And I don't know, I'm, I'm grateful that you're here because without you, we wouldn't have been able to do the show. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm tuning in from Atlanta, Georgia. We're out here. Uh, that's so. my favorite place in the world. I love Atlanta so much. Wait, really? That, that's yeah. crazy. This is my first time ever actually being in Atlanta. Um, I, 
I'm here with uh, Neela World, which is uh, my homeboy, Kalara's uh, collective of producers and stuff. They have some pretty cool. Uh-oh, we're frozen. It worked. Okay, I can hear you now. You got some pretty cool what? Okay, I can't hear you now. I was happy. All right, hold on one sec. I just want you to unfreeze. All right, there you go. You've got some cool what? <laughs> oh, sorry, no, but uh, near the world, they have some pretty cool placements. Uh, Uh-oh. This is going to be an interesting one. You're is there a little connectivity? Yeah. Do you want to try joining from your phone? I know that was a little bit more clear. Yeah, that would probably be better. All right, you do that, and let me see what's going on in these comments in the meantime. All right, perfect. There's the link for the, t- uh, the TikTok duet beats that you guys can join. Um, someone else who says tis. <laughs> I was just being dramatic. You just, Manuel Beast just finished your online class. Good for you. Stay educated. Who's over here talking about some plump lips? You need to. Who are you guys going to be voting for for the Beat Stars Awards? It's pretty, pretty close call for a lot of these categories because everybody's been working so hard. Um, I'm not going to say who I'm voting for because that would be crazy. But all right, let's go. Back there we go. Right. Hopefully this works a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, you're more clear. I love this for us. So as you were saying, you're in Atlanta with your homie from your, your boys collective. Okay, so yeah, so they have some uh they have some pretty cool placements that just came out. They have three on the new future and Uzi, uh, which is really exciting. They also have a couple of new NBA Young Boy placements as well. Uh the one with Rich the Kid and NBA Young Boy, two on there with Kalari, uh, and then along with another one from Kalari, which is on the it was like the project that just got released, like out of nowhere that young boy just dropped. But um, yeah, he has three. I'm on that one too. But yeah, so I'm out there with them cooking up and everything. So yeah, you're in, it sounds like you're in good company, which is super important for the workflow for sure. You got to, I don't know what Atlanta's saying as far as COVID, but you got to check this breakfast spot called Gauchet's on the east side. Gauchet's? Gauchet's, yeah. We're just at a place, because uh, you know, I'm vegan. So I, I really uh, am trying to be selective of where I eat, so I'm trying to uh, be careful. But uh, um, we just went to, like, it was like a biscuit spot. I don't even know. It was a breakfast spot downtown. It was really cool. It was like flying biscuits or something like that. But I'll definitely check that out. I just sent a message to my best friend to ask for the vegan spot that um, they took us to when I, my best friends live there. So that's why I'm just like obsessed with it, but <laughs> that's fire. So are you working while you're out there? You're, you're just cooking up. Like what's the plan for Atlanta? So basically what we've been doing is we've been getting an Airbnb in different places. We were just in LA and now we're doing this in Atlanta where we all come together and we just cook up and then go to different studios, link up with different people. It's just a whole creative process. And then in the meantime, like, you know, people are playing video games or we're just chilling, doing whatever, but it's, it's really just a, just a whole group process, which uh, everybody gets together. There's a bunch of loop makers, a bunch of uh, drum people, that all come together and just create. So it's a really nice environment. I love that. I, I know that some people do that from time to time, but you guys are kind of like touring. 
in the process. Yeah, pretty you, much. Yeah. You want to call it. I love how many, how many of you are in there? Uh, I believe it's going to be 10, nine to 10. So that's, mm-hmm. crazy. I love that for you guys. That that's where all the best music is made when you're in like a creative space and everyone's just in the zone that way. But We've been talking so much. We didn't really introduce you. Um, where are you from? And I want to know how you got started in music. Like, what was the first thing that set you on your path? Um, so I'm from Carrollton, Texas, and uh, I started producing music in 2016. And then I started really taking it serious in 2018. But um, honestly, like, it's been a really long journey uh, to even get to where I'm at. But I, I appreciate the process of it because it, it teaches you a lot about what you have to do before you even get your hands on like even a substantial amount of money or even having your first placement or this and that, like, especially learning the business side of things was definitely an important process for me. I want to, we'll talk about um, learning the business and what kind of steps you took to do that. I think it, that's probably the most important part of the music game outside of actually being able to create and make things sound good. Absolutely. Um, but before we get into that, I want to know, like, what's your earliest memory of music? Like, who was your first favorite artist that you were like, man, I want to I want to make music that feels like this or sounds like this? You know, it's actually kind of funny. I was a, I was really small, but I actually liked uh, Lil Wayne a lot. Eminem. Um, that was like even before middle school, which is crazy to think about, because like even just my dad, he really introduced me to a lot of different types of music, like even like James Brown or. There's there's a bunch of different people like uh, the Billy Cobbin band. There's like just all different types of genres. Like that's really like my background in music is from just listening to all this different type of uh, creative art that like people have made all over the world. And honestly, like it just inspired me to create myself. So um, I was actually in the band in middle school, which I played percussion, funny enough. But other than that. I don't have like a super musical background, but I was just always in love with music in general and the process of it. That's so interesting. I feel like um, in my experience, I was always listening to a whole bunch of other stuff too growing up, but Lil Wayne was like my first venture into like in really enjoying and loving um, hip hop music. So that's pretty dope. What what project um, got you with Wayne? Um, I think it was probably the Carter Three. That, mm-hmm. that was probably when I started really listening. And then just from on there, like, I really like, uh, I remember as a kid, I really liked Fireman. I don't know why, but like, you know, when MTV used to display actual uh, <laughs> music videos, yeah. like that, that's what I used to watch was I'd just be in the living room. Like, I don't know, like I'd be dancing around doing different things, like just listening to music. And then even like, I'm actually, uh, my, my parents, well, my dad really is from Sweden, so even while I was in Sweden, too, a couple of times as a child, like, my cousin and I would just watch MTV, like, drink green tea. Like, there's a special Jasmine green tea would always drink. And then <laughs> along with that, we just watch MTV, like, all day. Because we didn't that's have internet crazy. out where we were, too. So, like, that's basically what we did is just watch TV. Yeah, that sounds super nostalgic. And maybe, like, the internet wasn't a huge... It wasn't a huge um, tool at the time for, like, really discovering music. I know as far as my experience like i live in canada right so we didn't have mtv we had much music which would host a lot of canadian music so we really had to dig to find the hip-hop stuff but that's fire and i love that you're so well versed in terms of sounds um (laughs) how long have you been a part of the beat stars community 
So I actually really started a few months ago. I think I started in late April. And um, yeah, I joined with y'all in late April. And then I created an account at, pretty much because uh, if not everybody knows Danny, he introduced me to the whole BeatStars process along with Kalari, which they um, they all introduced me to BeatStars and then the whole process of it. And finally, I signed with BeatStars, which was a great opportunity for myself. And I'm very appreciative to be on the team and I'm here to win it. <laughs> Yeah, you've got, for somebody who's not um, really been on the platform that long or been interacting with the community that long, you have some pretty substantial numbers as far as your plays go. So that's pretty fire for you. And I would love to know, I guess, two things. I guess we could start with why you signed with BeatStars. And then I want to know, um, I want to know some of your tips and tricks for um, starting and getting recognition on the platform. But Mm -hmm. start there before we get into actual tips cool okay well i'd say that for for beat stars the decision was made based on the fact that i wanted to own my publishing and i also wanted to be able to have creative freedom because i had a couple different opportunities lined up to where i could have signed away my publishing or this and that and the other but instead i got introduced to beat stars which uh they have a really actually one of the most standard deals possible, which I had to go for it most definitely because um, when you take in an admin deal, you own all your publishing, you, you keep your creative process. Cause like, even with me, I was, I was playing with the fact of even getting a manager too, but I see even for myself that managing myself would probably be best for me. And it just helps me like keep, my creative freedom and doing exactly what I want to do. And in the process, like you get to actually keep a substantial amount of money just by doing the work yourself. Exactly. And that's it's interesting. You say that you thought about getting a manager, but you determined that you could be self-managed. What really made you f make that decision to be like, I could do this on my own. Um, well, like it, it was almost like I'd have it click in my head. Like, okay, look, like, I'm really just paying another person to do the music business portion of everything for me. In general, I thought maybe it'd be better for me to just learn that since I am in the music business. So I might as well get a background and be able to do all this stuff before I actually uh, get a manager because it, it just makes sense in the long terms of things just to be fluent within the music business and knowing what to do, even just the processes of reg reg registering songs and different things. So. But it was just like trying to be more fluent within music business. That's amazing. So what are some of your tips for using BeatStars? Like how do you get the best out of it? How do you get, um, how do you interact with your, your customers or your fans? And how do you go about collaborating with other people on the platform? Well, actually BeatStars is a really friendly platform. I see a lot of people reach out. And even for me, I just really upload what I think would suit best for the actual BeatStars platform. I think there's a lot of different lanes you can go, but I've stuck to a more like simplistic lane. And I, I see a lot of people like to buy more simple beats, stuff that's like, because, okay, to best describe it is like producers like to hear like very complex beats and different things. But like to the normal rapper's ear, they might not want to rap on something that doesn't have a lot of room on it. So for instance, mm -hmm. I would always try to have the rapper in mind when I'm placing things on BeatStars because I have, like, you know, 
different different beats for different ventures. But for all the uh, stuff that I put on BeatStars, I wanted it to be a little bit more simplistic and to just sound good and actually have a good quality mix and different things like that. But uh, for the most part, I'd say that with collaborating and everything, a lot of people reach out and I see a lot of people sending loops just from DMing me and different things. And I think just in general, like I try to keep in mind like what I can do to better market myself. And even like Danny was telling me like, even like creating a YouTube page and driving traffic over to the BeatStars page too, which mm -hmm. a lot of people use to gain a lot of traction. Have you found that using YouTube is, is helping you? Uh, most definitely. I've been a little bit lazy. I can't lie. I haven't really been uploading as much because I've been really focused right now on just sending out different packs and stuff. And I'm also uh, venturing out into engineering as well. So I'm going to be full-time engineering uh, in January and everything. So to get through that process, I've been just focusing on that. But for the most part, like getting your YouTube page to have actual traffic is a really great idea because um, how it was explained to me is that let's say, okay, what you probably want to do is almost have it like a gas station. Like, cause that's kind of what YouTube is. Like when you search through, okay, blase blah type beat, the first thing that pops up is what people are probably going to click on. Most likely they're not going to go all the way down to search for your beat. So, uh, how it was best explained is to actually blow up with certain artists that are about to come up. So, um, for instance, like, let's say, like uh, even a little easy, like that's a great person that people should probably be making tight beats for because he's a new priority at, at Atlantic. And for instance, like he's not the biggest name in the world. So the YouTube traffic there, you don't have to battle against so many producers actually trying to make tight beats. But you should try to find like a niche place where you can grow with the artist and you can drive all that traffic to your beat stars page. That's really smart. And then when it comes to tagging on the platform, how do you go about prioritizing what kind of tags you put? Um, actually, I haven't even really um, thought about that too much. Like, I really just put my own name and then what's most relevant to the beat, like what type of beat, what type of artist, vibe, or whatever fits most for the beat. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I haven't been so, like, in-depth with that, but I've definitely just made sure to put my name at least and what is best relevant to the beat itself. Makes perfect sense. Um, well, let's talk about your, your business background and how you went um, about learning the music business and what are some key things you think that um, other producers or beat makers should also be aware of when they're stepping into the game? Well, for me, I started within high school because I took uh, some different electives to where it was like uh, uh, different marketing classes, different uh, business law as well, which that actually, it, it drove a lot of interest for me to actually um, get into researching myself because you don't really necessarily need school because the internet is a huge platform, which it has free knowledge all over it. You should definitely right. put it to use. Um, I felt like school wasn't really the option for me, so I went full music career, and it's been working well for me. It just depends on what works best for the person. But, for instance, I really started to go online and just do different research, like maybe even YouTube videos, because I'm a visual learner, so I tried to find stuff that I could actually, like, watch. I didn't have to read a long page and, like, you know, different things. Like, But um, for the most part, it's been working out for me just to do my own research and just be online 
watch a lot of videos, um, even documentaries and different things. Like as much information as you can get on the music business or even the history of music is best for you because you'll you'll start to see the different patterns even in today's society of how music works and how the function is. But like collaboration is a huge aspect of music for sure. Like that's that's the thing that's gotten me the farthest. And even Dr. Dre himself said that um, he's never. I don't think he's. He actually did say that he's never worked on a record by himself. Like everything that he's put out is with somebody else, like in the production process. I think, yeah, the history of the music business, and also another like super key gem is watch literally watching artists and pro- producer interviews or even like music folk interviews because sometimes they drop like the smallest gems that you'll be able to carry with you forever. I think one that maybe I can shout out today that you guys could probably look into is um, Ryan Leslie. Years ago, he did did an interview just talking about um, how he helped this one artist basically gain a fan base and how he was able to help him collect phone numbers and emails and and doing little guerrilla marketing things. Ryan will repeat the same things throughout multiple interviews, but every time there's like a little bit of a of a twist to it. So if if anyone wants to go check that out after this, that's that what he said in um, his his interview. I think it was with the Breakfast Club that has stuck with me for like ever. So I'm just gonna throw that out there for y'all. Yeah, that that actually be a good piece of information. Like just like I said, like anything you watch that pertains to music is in your best interest because like the more you learn the better because there's so much free information out there for people to get like you might as well take advantage of your phone because it's almost like a producer and consumer mindset like which side of the spectrum are you on you know what i mean absolutely and and building and it helps you to build relationships better and stronger ones cloud nine said oh my god tia you know about ryan leslie that's one of my mentors from far away that's how i built my email list and number list he gave a lot of gems so cloud nine is always here y'all you know he loves to learn so that's a co-sign right there absolutely Uh, so go check that out. So let's talk about your approach with making music. You had mentioned the Instagram live that you love to make melodic um, type beats. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what is your favorite thing about um, that kind of sound? And I know you mentioned room and thinking about what rapper would uh, suit best on whichever beat that you're making. So why, why this type of sound? Um, well, I don't know. I've always been driven towards a more melodic sound and like even a lot of my friends can vouch for me like I've always been more towards like I don't know like it's almost like uh it's almost like ear candy to me like I like very melodic tones and different um like things with different uh melodic textures and things that actually sound really good to the ear like even like Roddy Rich's new album that's like a a great great (laughs) like that's a perfect example of what i'm talking about when it comes to like melodic rap like i really love that production on the album because like all the different beats they're all like different but they're more futuristic and they're very melodic and even the way that roddy hopped on the things was is different very different like it it created like a new wave like and that's kind of what i'm going for is a more futuristic sound Right. And I'm trying, I'm going to butcher this and it's going to drive me nuts, but I know that who worked on the Roddy Rich project. Oh my God. It's going to drive me nuts right now. I have to do it. There was, there's a group and it, I, the name should be coming to my head. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not going to be helpful because I can't remember the name, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember, yeah, 
whoever mixed the the record or whoever did like the final finalized touches on the record are actual producers that have worked with a lot of R&B artists. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's going to drive me nuts because it's actually mad disrespectful that I can't remember that. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, um, yes, I see what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. So as far as it goes with um, working with artists, what's something that drives you to work with an artist? What are you looking for when you're making that connection? Um, well, it, it really, okay, like for, for me, like, how I make beats is, like, I go off of different vibes, and especially when I've heard different records, like, I could definitely take, like, pieces of the record that I heard and then place it into my own type of atmosphere. But um, I don't know. I have a, I have a weird production process because I kind of go with the flow. Like, like, when it comes to it, like, I'll probably make, like, a melody or hop on a different melody, like a loop that I've been sent. And then from there, like, I'll kind of try to ear it towards a a specific sound because for the packs that I make like I know that there's like specific artists that I'm trying to go for and work towards so you know um it it just it depends on the actual um artist itself so that's who I kind of gear it towards once I actually have like the melody down or the basis of the beat so that's how I like lay the drums it's just off of like okay what does this kind of sound like or what am I going for right makes the most sense um Mm -hmm. Someone in the chat just said 1800 or nothing, and it's 1500 or nothing. That's that was escaping me. That's oh, 1500 or nothing. Okay, and they've worked with like literally everybody, but like, like Chris Brown, Rihanna, um, Beyonce, like all across the board. So, that just just a little bit of information. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Um, so. You've got a pretty cool cut <laughs> on the NBA Young oh, yeah. project. I want to tell tell us about the song. What's it called, and how that whole thing happened? Okay, well, that one's track three, and it's called "You Bad." Um, so that's produced by me, Kalari Hagen, and Lacoste James. But that record came to be because of Kalari's manager, uh, Danny, which is also a beat stars A and R. Um, he actually gave the beat to Mike Karen, which. Then in turn, I believe it was placed into a pack when uh, I think Youngboy first got out of uh, house arrest. They went to Utah and actually made that record. And it was actually a very big uh, snippet when it came out because people were waiting a very long time for it. And it was kind of almost like infamous around the tape. But a lot of different records on the tape were also like hyped up too. like uh, Sex on the Tape was hyped up. Um, can't let the world in there's a few different records there that people were really looking out for but you bad was one of those ones that people were like like i could see the fans obviously wanted it and a lot of different like young boy pages and um instagram like fans and different people like they they were like asking me like all different types of questions like over a span of a year of time like oh when's the song coming out or what's going on with the song blah 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 but finally they did drop the tape but after a long awaited uh arrival so what does that feel like waiting and like hoping that you're going to get this cut? I mean, honestly, it was more of a process like, look, like I can't bet my life upon this. So if anything, I got to act like it never even happened in the first place. So yes. like it's just a, a process of reinvolving yourself in that same type of energy where you're like, OK, I need to get this first placement type of thing. So mm-hmm. like I didn't even really think about it like. You know, there's like a little anxiety, like, oh, is this going to drop? But like, you have to remember at the end of the day, like you're already looking for the next one. So 
Yeah, again, this is, I feel like a broken record at this point, but we always talk about that. <laughs> you can't be excited yeah. until it's out. Um, uh, Jamil uh, Aussie was on here the other week, who's who's one of your um, roster mates, and mm-hmm. he said that, what was the project he was almost on? I think it was a Charlie Puth project, and they were up for the iTunes download, and everything was ready to go, and then the project came out, and the song was not on there. Oh, yeah, that, that happens a lot of times where, like, even, like, people get paid for a record and it still doesn't come out. Like, so it just, I mean, you that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know until you know type of thing. So you right. got to, like, continue to work towards what you're going for. Like, you can't, like, honestly, like, you can't just sit back and relax until, like, you're actually comfortable in a place where your catalog looks substantial. So for me, I, like, I'm really gearing towards, like, getting as many records as I can possible in the shortest amount of time so like it's just been straight work since since even like the beginning of 2019 since now like it's been like me to get that record it was really me going to the studio uh like even though I had work at 8 30 in the morning and I'd be there till like six like I, I'm like not really supposed to say this but I was almost falling asleep at red lights like <laughs> to get home like I was really tired like a lot of those nights like but it like honestly birthed that first process so so how do you deal with um with you know staying on top of your health then if you're working that hard and grinding and like managing potential disappointment what does taking care of yourself look like well at that point I was definitely not taking care of myself because like as a producer like you start to realize like we kind of live an unhealthy life we're up late night you eat really bad food like at that time I wasn't vegan at all like I was eating really bad like we'd basically be going to the gas station down the street from the studio and just like literally would be up till six and then I'd have to get up at literally like seven or something so it's like sometimes I got like an hour 30 minutes of sleep but like I had to realize like you got to get sleep you got to get actual nutritious food in your body if you're going to try to sustain something like that because that, that is kind of dangerous for yourself to just push yourself to those limits. So you got to make sure that you actually get a proper amount of sleep. You get actual nutritious food because, like, mm-hmm. like gas station snacks were not really doing it, like, at the time, like, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, like, now I'm kind of – now that I have a little bit more freedom because I actually don't – I don't work anymore, so – uh, I just work for myself now. So luckily, like I can actually set myself a schedule and actually take care of myself a little bit more, especially when it comes to food. And now I found myself cooking a lot now, too. So uh, there's a there's a lot that you got to do for yourself in order to proceed in life. And honestly, like taking care of yourself sometimes could be a full time job. So mm-hmm. you just got to find the way to split that. But I'm really happy to hear that you're trying to like nourish yourself in that way. Cloud Nine says lots of salads, healthy sandwiches, fruits, fruits and water. Very true. <laughs> yeah, like no, that's why they call it breakfast because you break your fast. But if you're gonna break your fast, you want to use it with fresh fruits all the time. I need, I need to get on that. I'm not really. I'm not really. Oh, oh, it's okay. Not everybody is, but it's like it's like awareness though. You gotta like even you gotta read the back of the like if you look at like some of the stuff that's in the food that they sell nowadays it's like kind of crazy like like monosulfate glutamate like i'm like like why is this even in here like you know what i mean like but it's i like i eat a more simple diet now like i try to stay away from soy i try to stay away from all meat and dairy products i not even try i do since i am vegan now so um for the most part i've just been trying not to 
like you know it, it's instead of eating for like taste like because you can still make stuff tasteful but you know like even like steaks and different things like that that was more of like a taste rather than nutrition so mm. like now it's more geared towards taking care of myself and bettering myself because personal development will take you farther than even just working on your music like working on yourself is even more important than working on your music sometimes so well if there's no self there's no music so absolutely <laughs> and that's why you got to take care of your body too because like you got to sustain the thing that's letting you do this so <laughs> exactly thank you for saying that we are all about health and wellness on the deal um <laughs> how have you been able to um find inspiration through covid um well actually like that's been a like for most people that i've met it's almost been like a blessing because it's given them more time to actually focus on their craft sometimes like i know a lot of people got unemployment and different things and even in that time like i didn't have to work but once i got back to work i worked really hard to get myself out of that because i already know like with this whole pandemic and everything like you got to be aware that okay i'm working for someone that can replace me in two seconds so now I got to stay on top of the fact that this is my source of income and this is how I'm going to feed myself and my future family or whatever. So it's just thinking about the future and thinking steps ahead in life. So it's like, okay, like imagine something like this happens again. Like, like I'm, I'm glad that it happened. So I like it, like literally opened the key in my mind to be like, okay, like you got to set yourself up the right way as an entrepreneur. Like you, you need to be able to to sustain yourself in the correct manner. Cause like, like I said, like a job, I was working at a restaurant, that place could replace me in like a phone call. So. Right. Um, so what were some of the things that you had to set up for yourself to be able to be an entrepreneur? Um, so I did have to get my LLC. Um, that is a big determining factor in like music in general, especially even for like tax write-offs, like this whole entire trip, like can be uh, written off on, um, taxes and everything so for instance like even this airbnb let's say i took an uber somewhere um even like eating at a restaurant can be uh written off as a business expense so getting your llc is very important and funding your business bank account as well so you also want to get to the point where you can establish business like a credit line for your business so there's a lot going into that but like i said i'm still doing my research for my stuff but in the near future i'll be looking towards trying to get possibly like a business loan because that's better than getting like a loan from an actual record label because if anything like it, okay like how it's been explained to me for the most part is that um like you rather trust your bank with that type of uh money because like an advance is like you got to pay it back anyway so mm -hmm. it's almost like for the money you're going to get from the bank, you're going to have to use that to flip it into something else. Like, for instance, I'd probably invest into equipment. And, like, for instance, now that I'm engineering and everything, like, I just bought a new MacBook Pro. Like, that can be written off as a business expense as well and uh, different things like that. Like, but it, there's a whole bunch of ins and outs to the business that you could do. <laughs> the major key, though, like, have a paper trail and make sure your paperwork is together. Like, you got to be responsible for yourself, especially as an entrepreneur. I know some people can, like, oh, I'm just going to upload this beat today and hope for the best and hope for the sale and, like, peace. Yeah, but strategy is important, very important. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that little tip. I hope y'all are listening. Um, so just before we jump into playing your music, I want to ask you, you make mention of Kalari a lot. Can you share a little bit about your relationship with Kalari and, and how you guys collaborate? Um, we actually, 
live in the same city and we started going to a studio called on beat which it's kind of almost infamous because uh, another producer out of there uh 1040 which he works uh, out of there a lot he he actually made the multi-platinum record um uh, for nba young boy called solar eclipse but we all started linking up and meeting each other at that studio and before Kalara started getting his placements and before I started getting mine, like we just always were in the same environment. And then we realized once we started making beats together, like I think it was like a week later, he was like, honestly, you're my favorite person to collab with. And like, we were both on the same type of vibe. So ever since like we kind of grew as just a whole, like it's been even deeper than making music. Like Clara is almost like a best friend to me at this point. Like, like it's really deeper than music when it comes down to it. But like, he's honestly helped me to um, just establish my career because he's already doing what I want to do. So he's just been guiding me in that process and getting me towards the light when it comes to that sense. But he, he's been a, a detrimental factor to um, this whole thing because even being signed to BeatStars wouldn't have happened without Kalara because his manager is the A&R for BeatStars. So for that, like, he, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he, was, he was an important connection for me to get on there. So... But that's, it's, it's interesting. Like you have a, a friend and a mentor in a collaborator, mm-hmm, which, absolutely. which is a pretty, like, that's a lot of synergy and a lot of chemistry that you have to have to be able to share space that way. So I'm really, um, really glad that you have that. And there's not a lot of people out there like that when you can find those things. It's important. Um, how would, how do you go about networking otherwise? Um, like, a lot of times, what's funny is that I don't even, like, <laughs> reach out to people. Like, I wait for people to come to me, which is kind of a funny way to do things. But yeah. um, if anything, like, loops are probably my best way to network. Because you don't really need to hit people up like that. You just ask for an email. You have a, a good product to give them, which is uh, a great melodic loop. And if they use it, they hop on it. That's a way of getting a placement as well. Like it it doesn't always need to be like a best friend thing with everybody because this is a business at the end of the day. So like just sending a simple email with loops in it is like a great way to even get placements in the network. So, but for me, like for the most part, like I'm already like doing these physical in-person connections. So like, for instance, uh, getting these Airbnbs and then being in these uh, different environments with uh, very talented producers where I also learn from and also establish different connections because they know people. Then we go to different studios, meet people. So it's just been like a, it's almost like an ecosystem, I could say. I hear that, and I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get into some of your music. The time has come. So we did a thing on the show where I asked people, well, this has been a couple weeks, so if y'all are here often, you already know the, the vibes but we ask people to rate the tracks out of uh out of five tim boots okay so, <laughs> on ill mind stream he has uh a tim boot so some of y'all have that emote if you want to drop it please do so we could show the rest of the the crew that are here today if not you could use whatever boot you so choose that comes up in the emoji we want some activity in the chat y'all so out of five tin boots we're gonna rate the music is there a song you want to start with first um well my top selling beat is less problems so if you want to start with that one you could probably go with that all right is there any story behind this 
actually, funny enough, like, it was just one of those beats that, like, I literally, okay, I think I he heard uh, Moneybag Yo said something, and then I just, I have a plugin called Phil Harmonic, so I just went in there and used the violin, and then from there, I just created my own vibe. Like I said earlier, that's how it is. Like, I'll hear a song, and then I'll start to create beats off of what I already heard. So, like, I'll be inspired from different records. But for that, like, it was just a very simple beat that came out, like, extremely well, and, like, just even i did not expect it to do what it did like it, it was just something i just did and then it just blew up out of nowhere <laughs> so yeah. sick i love the tags already you're in atlanta so this is very fitting and as you can see you tracked venom thank you so much for dropping the tim boot we're gonna get this started okay this is less problems by wonder boy beats <laughs> because it's just us today so I could run the tracks a little bit than I normally do. I usually give everyone about a minute but we got some action in the chat here. Yo, that's fucking infectious strings. Make the stand out. We got we got five Tim Boots from R2K Beats. I appreciate it. So we're do, I'm going to drop his link. Everybody you can check out his beat store. Let me just pin this for y'all. Absolutely. All right. Next one. Which one do you want to do? Um, you could do light bulb, which light bulb. I really like that one just because of the production on it. And I actually, funny enough, uh, A&R hit me up off of just hearing this beat off of Beat Stars from Atlantic. And I was just very surprised because I was like, okay, that's never happened before where A&R from the whole record label set me up out of, out of uh, just the production that I put on Beat Stars. But he directly told me he found the record off of Beat Stars. So I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. But that that's what I, I'd like to uh, display for anybody listening because I guess that's what uh, people are looking for is that type of sound. Beat Stars is the cheat code. If people no, are not sifting through BeatStars in Big Big 2020, then I don't really, really know what their role is <laughs> in life. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Fat Wave Beat said Resident Evil type strings, no cappuccino. Okay, that is, <laughs> I I've never heard. I've heard Caparoon, like no cap, no cappuccino. Well, that's a new no. one. I can't. No, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. All right, let's play this one. <laughs> Hey, yo, Laurie, this shit. 
Godzilla Drop says, Wonder Boy, I wish you could see me dance to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. We're about to add you to the stream, so I, I want to see you. <laughs> All right. That's fire. Like, I like that. Um, so, at least with the last two, I'm over here doing this. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> makes me want to move. We got five Tim Boots from Tracks Phantom. Thank you so much for your activity today, y'all. I appreciate it. Okay. Next up. All right, we could do Pat. So I like that one a lot, and that's my second uh, top-selling beat, so that's right under Les Pops. I love that you, like, honestly, because you said, guys, I just want to, like, be very clear. Wonderboy said he joined, you said you joined in April, right? Yeah. These streams are pretty crazy, and to know that, <laughs> and to be able to pick out what your top-selling beats are already is also pretty crazy, so. No, yeah, I've made a substantial amount of money off of BeatStars already, so I can imagine as my platform grows and um, how everything just adds up in the near future, like, I think this will be a definite way of uh, having a source of income and just, like, even residual income, like, I wake up, like, I remember when I was working my job that I'd literally wake up with more money than I made making, like, working an eight-hour shift, but just in one beat sale. So it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it puts things into perspective for you for sure. And, I mean, not to knock anybody's, you know, day job or hustle, but if you don't have to, then why would you? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, JM04, I think this person has asked a couple of times, how did you market yourself? So just as far as maybe you could just quickly repeat a tip or two for getting yourself out there on BeatStars before we play the next track. Um, I'd say definitely send out loops. That's a, that's a big thing too. just get as good as possible. Um, cause you can, you can market yourself in a bunch of different ways, but using a YouTube uh, page is definitely a great way to drive traffic towards your, uh, page because mm-hmm, you're linking your beat store in the description right yeah absolutely so like like even you put the actual like in the video you can put the uh, link in the video or whatever like just however you drive the traffic you can get it there like as long as it's physically present mm-hmm. and just like to add to that i would say you know make sure you're submitting to opportunities someone like myself I playlist every single day and I'm pulling from the opportunities pages every single day. So there's a really good chance to throw you in there and get some um, playlist opportunities, which nine times out of 10 will translate to some, well, I don't want to say nine times out of 10. I don't know that for sure, but it can translate to, to sales. Make sure you're tagging correctly. Um, you know, make sure you're tagging to the artists. Don't get lost in, um, just tagging big artists because a lot of people will do that. That's something that Wonder Boy had mentioned earlier is like try and find an up and coming artist that's going to start showing up on the platform and showing up in the music industry. Um, I see you've tagged location here. That's a great way to do things as well. Um, Sometimes I also suggest if you're going to tag an artist, also tag a mood. You don't know oh, yeah, definitely. If you're looking for like a dark beat or a chill beat or melodic type beat, you know. So um don't get too caught up um in, in artist tags. Location is great. Um what else is another way? Make sure that your pro page, if you're if you've not signed up for a pro page, make sure your pro page looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, be flexible, get your mailing lists when people are buying or downloading Those are just some tips. Um, absolutely and i know on the platform too that you can actually put in moods when you upload so you could you could actually put it for the exact mood uh there's even like sub genres genres moods, secondary moods (laughs) like so yeah yeah 
And Cloud9 just said, I can honestly say that Beachguard playlist equals sales. I've witnessed this. Oh, yeah, m- most definitely. Definitely. So, <laughs> for show. All right. So, we'll play Pat now. <laughs> Let's go. that makes you want to um you know when you're like with your homies and you're in a trip and everyone's just like mommy out and it's ridiculous you're like i don't have any business yelling these lyrics but i'm gonna do that <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> that's the kind of <laughs> vibe um Absolutely. everyone ag- agrees that this is a great future vibe cloud nine says your melodies are catchy main sample that's ridiculous everyone's putting slime emojis in the chat <laughs> going up today honestly when I see the chat moving, I know it's a sign of a good uh, interview <laughs> and a good um, producer. So we're doing That's good. All right, three more. Which one are we gonna go with? All right, well we could do Wavy next. That's like a triplet beat, which I like that one a lot. It's just a niche beat that I always like. All right, cool. I was gonna let that one run all the way through. You know that. Too? Yeah. 
it's giving me like key glock or like a fujimono oh really um, no yeah most definitely you gotta update tags but i'm gonna put that in both of those playlists um so next which one all right i'd say uh, we could do late. That one's really simple, but that that's gained a lot of traction in a very quick amount of times. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why, but the more simple the beats are, like, people just like that a lot. Like, because it has a lot of room for the artist. All right. So you uploaded this in September. 300 likes, 19 reposts, 23 comments, 10K listens. So that's kind of crazy. Let's hear it. repeat this but this commentary just put up from cloud nine i can't i'm not gonna do it because i'll embarrass myself <laughs> i hear screaming in my head this man made a gucci main type beat this is <laughs> this little emote i don't is that an octopus i don't know no, that's anyway. crazy I'm not, i don't even know what that is i have no idea what that is but you know what i feel you that um works. all right your last one all right that's tubers so yeah that one that one's pretty interesting uh that one gained a lot of traction pretty quickly too, but it's it's also because it's a Drake type beat, so that's why as well. All right, so let's hear it. Last track by Wonder Boy Beats.
Okay, we got another five Tim Boots. Now, yeah, I've seen the Tim Boots. I know it's official. <laughs> you know the vibes? All right, well, that was incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for going up in the chat the way you did. Um, before we sign off here, I would love it if, one, you could start with sharing one other up-and-coming producer that you think everybody else should um, be aware of and then to tell everybody where you can where they can find you although i've also pinned it to the chat so. <laughs> all right i got you uh so definitely another upcoming producer you should uh look out for is lucrative which that is the guy that got three new placements on the future and uzi so and he just got signed to sony as, uh, along with that so um definitely check him out and you can find me on instagram twitter and i'm gonna have my own website up soon so you'll be able to find me there too Fire. Thank you so much for joining us today, especially last minute. Um, you dropped a lot of gems today, so I'm super appreciative of like your activity and your attentiveness. And shout out to everybody in the chat who's been super active today as well. Um, we're blessed to have you on our team. So no, thank you. I, I appreciate you guys letting me uh, be here. You know, this is a great opportunity for me as well. And I, I thought it'd be nice to lay down some uh, gems for everybody. So. Yeah, you did the damn thing. So, <laughs> All right, thank you, Tia. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right, guys, you know the deal on the deal. Uh, see you guys next Tuesday, same time, same place. And uh, make sure you're following Wonderboy Beats on everything and connect. I know somebody in the chat was like, yo, what's up with collabs? Um, you definitely need to run this interview back as soon as it's done. He has mentioned that he's open to collaborating. So hit him up, send, send some loops, as he said. Absolutely. All right. We're off this. Goodbye. All right. Thank you. Bye.